and we're back. Oh my goodness, we are back, boys. What up, sir? What up, sir? Hello? Hello, <laughs> are you there? <laughs> it's remote time, bitches. This is what we're doing. My my yep, co-host fine. doesn't feel like talking. No, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a little out of practice. It's been two months. It's been, oh yeah, damn. It has been two months. What episode are we on? Yeah. 14 or 15? Uh, this will be episode 15. 15. One five. Yeah. Well, our last episode was the day before Halloween. We are basically almost on track for one a month. We are slackers. <laughs> <laughs> so. Now we we, we, we uh, it's about time we did something, so. I tell you what, I've been itching. Dude, since uh, since our last one, there has been so much. I swear to God, during during this administration, there's just so much news that happens within a week that, like a podcast every other week, you're gonna, you're bound to miss something and something good. Um, yeah, we try to highlight everything we can, um, but Jesus Christ, this thing is just a dumb, like legit dumpster fire. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I before we do anything else, I'm gonna um, welcome you back. It's been a long time. Uh, we have, since we're able to do this now uh, remotely, and I figured it out, and I apologize if you hear any static at all, but we're, we're, I'm not techie at all as far as audio goes. But welcome to the podcast. Uh, a day one, really, for us. Shano. Shano Mac. What's up, Shane? What's up, man? So Shane is another friend of ours, and uh, we're bringing him on. Uh, just to kind of do some research in between, some hot takes, you know, a uh, little insight just, on some things. Just just to make us feel better about how good we are at this. Gives us a little break as well, because we, we talk a lot uh, to each other. And um, I know Shane, as he listens to our podcasts weekly, or whenever we do them, um, he always wants to chime in. And, well, this is an opportunity. Plus, it gives yeah. us an opportunity to test out our, you know, technical side of things bringing on an additional additional people and uh additional views points of views so welcome yeah, shane. shane welcome shane good to a uh, lifelong friend of mine um it's nice nice for you to join us tonight do you want to tell anybody uh any of the listeners something about yourself real quick uh <clears throat> just that uh you know i enjoy listening to you guys uh, like jeremy already mentioned driving around Listen to you guys in the pod in the car. You know, there's there's things that I, I wish I was able to chime in on, but uh, no, I'm, I'm excited to be here, um, and I'm you know, ready to get at it. What 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 are some of the podcasts that you like to listen to yourself? I think Mike and I have talked about some of the ones we favored. What are the been kind of diving in the podcasts a lot lately this year? What are the some I know some of the ones you 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 listen to, but our listeners, what what. Tell them the ones that you you like the most, other than ours. Ours obviously number one. Uh, I I honestly have not dove into as much as I wanted to, but I really I really do enjoy like comedy stuff. I enjoy um, the big one that you know of, Jeremy, is uh, Lewis Black's the the rant is due. Yeah, I, I really enjoy all that kind of stuff. You know, it's just it's everyone's it's everyone's different opinions, everyone's different look. It's you know, it's real life. That that kind of stuff is, you know, it's it, it's it, it it appeals to me, and, and it's it's funny. And that know? shit's great. So, I I love Lewis Black, especially when he starts taking.
funny. I mean, people have a tremendous sense of humor. And I think you, you really have some fucking legit funny people out there that don't do it for a living that probably should have. And he, he exposes a lot of those people. I mean, some really funny fucking stories these people tell. And then he reads out loud at his concerts and at, on his yeah, podcast. I think a lot of people don't have that voice. No. You know, like they don't have, they're just not used to it. And, you know. Well, he, it's a different know, career path. What's that? It's a different career path too, and it's it's a it's a oh, risky yeah, one definitely. because you got to travel a lot. You got to not make a lot of money for a long time, and grind. I mean, seriously, grind it out. But there are some really funny fucking people out there. Mm-hmm. And Louis, yeah, I agree. Louis, Louis Black's a favorite of all of ours, really. I know. I know Mike loves him. Yeah, Louis Black's definitely one of my favorites. But, He's one of Wayno's too. Yep. Ah, Wayno. Wayno liked him. Nice. Oh, oh, hell yeah. Wayno liked Lewis Wack and George Carlin. His two favorites. And uh, Robin Williams. George Carlin was the shit. Yeah. I absolutely love George Carlin. Good stuff. I think Girl he's a favorite of all guys. of ours, really, too. You also play football as well when you can, especially yeah. in non-COVID times. Uh, you weren't one to play football in high school. Took it on here recently in the last, what, five years or so. I started when I was in college. I started playing flag, and then I did a little bit of semi-pro in the past five or six years. And you then can, I you can name coaching. drop those teams if you want. What's that? You can name drop. So they were in Mount Joy for a couple of years, and then I joined them. I, I was on the team for four years. And won four championships, and I think they're they just won their fifth one last season, and they're still on a um, undefeated streak for like four or five seasons. Jesus Christ! League is that? The G E F A. G E F A. Damn. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Got yeah. murdered by the Raptors, though. Yes, that was out of conference. <laughs> so. Different rules, yeah. Different, like, uh, what is it? Different. Yeah, it was a, different lineups. It was a hybrid. Yeah, but different. It was indoor. Different. Yeah. Indoor. So, you, know, you guys had to conform to their rules, right? Because you had you usually play. You play eight on eight or some shit like that. No, it was it was seven on seven. What do you um, guys know? What is what do you what do the uh, cyclones oh, normally play? Yeah, we're we're eight on eight. Eight on eight, yeah. Yeah, three linemen and then. Uh, and they're basically just indoor skills. rules, basically. Yeah, but we we just got handed to us. It was just no no excuses. It, we just got outplayed. Mm-hmm. We got outplayed in the last facets of the game. So. Yeah, well, I mean that 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 program's been around for a while, and they they get some decent recruits that then go up oh, into yeah. some of the um, lower level indoor football leagues around the country. So well, look at Remy. Remy got Remy got offered. Yeah, the steel places, the Steelhawks. Steelhawks, yep, of uh, yeah. Lehigh. Yep. Yeah, so that, I mean that's you're playing a different tier of of uh, or a different level of competition as well. So that was that was interesting to see because I know you, yeah. I know some of you guys are really really good. Like Contento's a big dude. Um, yes. But some yes, of those yes. guys, some of those guys are just they're just regular dudes coming off the street playing football. 
some of them don't take it that seriously. Some are not even close to being in shape. It's definitely weird going from semi-pro and then going back into flag league and oh, I and bet you see your your contention that you're going up against, and it's, it's it makes you laugh a little bit. Yeah. All right, cool. So that's Shane. Uh, he he'll join us. I'm not sure if he'll be on every pod, but he'll join us quite frequently now that we have the ability to draw him in. Um, the reason we're doing this, we're just going to jump right into some coronavirus stuff, is uh, because well, coronavirus has hit hard again. That's why you haven't heard from us for, for months. Um, we've been kind of self quarantining. I mean, not as hard as we were, I would say, initially in the fall, um, as we were in the spring. But uh, eventually, we we did all kind of make our own judgments and decided to you know lock it up for a bit. So we haven't uh, been in contact personally physically uh in the same setting for a while um ten thousand deaths in four days three four days the last like two weeks um and it's just as bad if not a little worse than it was in the spring um so that's i mean it's it's fucking scary it's it's i mean i'm not scared of it i'm scared to catch it i don't want to get sick i hate getting sick to begin with but just not knowing how it's going to react in your body and how you're going to fight it that's that's alarming i think it it's not that you're scared yeah you should be a little nervous about it though i mean mike you have two kids tia uh shane you have two kids in your household and, and a girlfriend or a fiance now um so i have mikey and my brother we all have families we all have elders that we get in contact with on an often daily basis sometimes um and they're into their later years 50s 60s you don't you just don't want to come around it so why we're doing it remotely right now and probably for the foreseeable future so but hey got a vaccine got a couple of them it's, take your pick. Vaccine's on the way. Uh, yeah. So they're they're rolling it out. Um, we've had our first couple shots uh, this past week. Well, a couple. I should say it's probably been hundreds and thousands now. It's been about a week that they've been delivered and rolled out to hospitals. I know Berks County here got a, a mess of them. Uh, Lehigh Valley got a mess of them. We had some really big spikes lately. So obviously frontline workers are getting it, elderly are getting it, all of the people that are at risk the most are getting it now. Um, People like myself and Mike and Shane are probably not going to get it until spring, uh, fall, or I should say not get it, but be offered it. Um, They're not really making it mandatory. Um, Yeah, it's it's crazy. We saw Mike Pence and and Mother get it um, live on TV. Um, Supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah, it's probably one of those like spring-loaded like fake needles. Yeah, just like yeah. doesn't puncture the skin. Just each, you know, kind of like springs back into the into the uh, syringe. I, I don't want to entertain too many conspiracy theories, but <laughs> there's enough. a lot of there, there's a lot of people out there who think that some of the the people who have been in positions of power who have been getting the shot on live TV. I've already seen a lot of. Uh, stuff floating around that it's it's not real they're oh sort God. of lead, they're sort of leading us on yeah to try and convince americans that the vaccine is safe it's just like with any anything else in a country like america where 
we have a large anti-vax community, mm -hmm. this is it, this is going to be an uphill battle. You know, it's going to be it, it's going to be tough to get people vaccinated. Um, it's going to you know, it's like really that's the second half of the the fight here. Once we get the we you know, we got the vaccine, we're starting to distribute it, and we have a chance to start to put this behind us. And I, you know, I'm not trying to sound bleak or anything, but I just don't think that Americans are going to make it that easy. No, and they haven't. And we've already started seeing it after the election with all the crazy bullshit that's been going on there, the conspiracies and whatnot. I find it funny, hilarious, and I laugh like a little kid every time when I'm when I'm hearing what you know. They're they're praising the accomplishment of um, Operation Warp Speed. Yes, Donald Trump got it. He did it so fast. It usually takes years. Are you gonna take it? No, I don't fucking trust it. Oh, that's nice. I love it. There's such confidence and then immediate rejection of the accomplishment and calling it a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Anti-vaxxers just obliterating it. And I'm like, you fucking people are too much. And uh, there's too many of you that are out in the open right now. Uh, I kind of feel like Bill Burr where um, we kind of need to have like a, a mini plague and, and off a bunch of people just because they're not worth the air that they're breathing. <laughs> Bill Burr also just hates people. You know what? In, in any other year, I'd say that might be a little harsh. Yeah. But in, in 2020, I think you're right on par. Oh, my God. It's like I can't stand it. I it, It's it. My mind gets blown every time these people come out and praise Trump for something and then double back on it within the next sentence saying, oh, well, you know, it's I'm not I'm obviously not going to take it. I'm going to let the first batch go through. Yeah. Like, bro. <laughs> They need you to get the vaccine so you can get next year's vaccine. They're not going to kill you off. It's a capitalist world right now, uh, or a country, I should say. Like, right. They need you to survive this so you can uh, continue to get the vaccine so they can make as much money as they can. They don't want you to die. You're not worth anything if, you keep, if, if people just drop dead of the virus, like getting the virus or the vaccine virus for the, for the coronavirus. I just don't right. get it. That logic is so fucking whack. Well, I mean, then, I mean, you know, I agree with you. Then look who they voted for, and then it starts to make sense. Yeah, well, that's true. That's very true. Um, so. Yeah, so I haven't seen Joe Biden or Obama. Did they get it yet? I know they were saying they were going to get it publicly. Yeah, I, I think that they both, you know, uh, the Obamas and I believe the Bidens both Agreed, and I think Kamala Harris and her husband. Yes. Um. They they all said that they would uh, take the sh take the vaccine publicly, but I didn't see that. I didn't see any of them do it yet. No. Um, I saw Mitch McConnell with his little fucking card next to the doctor, though. Yeah, I saw. You know, and Good I think thing I was, you got it, Mitch. Yeah, I think I was saying in the group our group chat, Jeremy, the other day that they need to hurry up and take it because they're not getting any younger. No. So, Looks like Monday. Monday okay. for who? Like All of them? Joe. President elect Joe Biden and his wife Jill plan to begin their courses of coronavirus vaccination on Monday. Ah, that's why we bring you on, big dog. There you go. <laughs> First fact check. <laughs> Nailed it. Hey, Shane, I'm going to cross that off your fucking to-do list, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Nice. He's like our fucking Jamie. Except he's better. Hey, Shaney. Hey, 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 Shaney. Hey. 
Hey, Shaney, can you pull that back up? Can you pull that up, Shaney? Oh, boy. I don't know if he'd like Shaney. Yeah, Shaney, it sounds kind of like a weird, like, porno thing. <laughs> I was just saying, it sounds like a little You can kid. say Shano. Shano works. Shano. Yeah, no, Shano. Shano works. So, yeah, I mean, vaccine conspiracy theories. I mean, we already have the pandemic shit still lingering out there. Um, I, I can't stand those people. You know, don't think I forgot about the anybody listening who believed that. Don't think I forgot about you. Yeah, yeah. we we kept you in our back pocket, you fucks. Yeah, I remember you filling up my fucking Facebook feed with that bullshit. You gotta watch this video, bro. Bro, it lays it all out, bro. Oh yeah, it lays it all out, all right. And then you well, look at these people and and you find their backgrounds to be very sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> like every one of them, like that lady in that pandemic video. She wasn't she like fired from the from the um from the research group she was working with and the and the school yeah, or whatever. She, yeah, she's she like stole research from them or something. Yeah, yeah, and they tried to yeah. they tried to arrest her and all that stuff, and she faced like yeah. charges of theft. Right. Yeah, she was she was complete just complete nonsense. Yeah, don't worry, it was made up. That was a made up charge. Um. The the other one that I love. Okay, so so <clears throat> let's finish up coronavirus a little bit. We'll probably tie in a little bit with the uh, like the stimulus package I just rolled out too as well. But like we at at my job, um, we averaged like three to four cases a week for six a solid six months, and that was very impressive to me. I thought, especially when it all first started in like March. Um, it didn't start in March, but we started getting a lot of cases in March in New York. Um, we had a lot of people at my job go and drive up to New York and bring family home. And I'm like, what the fuck are you people doing? I understand you're like worried for your family members, but you're like, that's like spreading virus 101, like taking people out of a hot spot and then putting them in a safe place outside of it, not knowing if they have it or not. We didn't even have tests really then. And I was surprised we didn't have an outbreak at work then. So now I'm back to working at home. I just spent my first week back um, working from home. And our cases have exploded the last two months. And we went from averaging three to four cases a week to now over 30, almost 35 um, cases a week. We've The last two weeks alone have been our worst days, 58 cases one week, 72 last week. It's been outrageous. And it's been averaging, like like I said, 35 the last every week for the last two months. So that's why we're doing all of this. It's why the vaccine's needed. It's why the research is needed on the vaccines and we're seeing it, but it's pretty effective. It's it's almost a medical miracle really that it's as effective and so soon. So I'm very happy that science wins yet again. Science wins yet again. That's a good way to phrase it. I like that. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's no other way to explain it. You have all these people that are anti-science, or they want to question everything now science-related because they think scientists have agendas because there's a lot of money out there from the government. Well, I tell you what, they're not going to pay you for shit work. It's still capitalistic mindsets, you know what I mean? They're not going right. to keep bringing you in if you don't perform. I mean, unless you're unless you're one of Donald Trump's old buddies, and then he'll pull yeah. some strings to award you a contract that you don't deserve. Or unless you're a military like force, right? <laughs> then, 
then you still get nine hundred billion dollars, even though we're not really fighting anybody. What right. the fuck? Are we that always pisses me off. And then the story this year. What was it? This year or last year? The Air Force. They spent thirteen hundred dollars on on a tumbler, and they bought like hundreds of these tumblers for their um, their pilots. And they would just oh, and they would just yeah, yeah. They, randomly they break a, them. That was a that was a big scandal. Yeah. And it went nowhere, but it just was yep. exposed. That's it. Right. Thirteen hundred dollars. What the fuck did this tumbler do? Did it make the coffee in the tumbler? Did it keep it hot for like twenty four hours straight? That'd be impressive. Not needed. But impressive nonetheless. Yeah. Does it inject G forces into the coffee and it makes it, you know taste different? Does it hit better? I don't know. So, okay. So coronavirus Lace is done. With cocaine. Laced with cocaine. Shane with the zinger. Zing, zing, zing. Love it. Um, so we had Thanksgiving. How was your guys' Thanksgiving? We had Thanksgiving? Yeah, we had Thanksgiving. Don't you remember? Hold on a second. Let me think. Oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> so I know it was kind of a mixed mosh. We didn't really have any lockdowns around that time. It was headed towards that way. So I personally didn't go anywhere for Thanksgiving. I think some of you guys... One or two of you. I don't remember everybody's plans, but yeah. So you traveled a little bit, but only to close oh. relatives. Um, some yeah, both both main families. Yeah. That we that we see regularly. Yeah. And know that they're not on the bow. Yeah. Everybody has a plan, which is cool. I like that. If you have an inner circle you can trust, that I'm always cool with that. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of, still a lot of traveling, and then we saw an explosion <laughs> of cases around Thanksgiving. And, you know, we are where we are because of some people still traveling cross country. I was watching a website that tracks air traffic and it was unbelievable. Like they had these like little clips on Twitter of like Thanksgiving Day and day before Thanksgiving, how the flights were just fucking filling the air. I just can't imagine going from a hot spot, going back to your little town back home and just potentially infecting everybody and it's just that's spreading the virus 101 there but um look at look at the situation i went through yeah we had to shut down like three or four days ashley couldn't even go to work yeah and that and that wasn't even just from thanksgiving that was just a going to get a haircut something that something that isn't something that's you're allowed to do you know what i mean it's not kind of shunned upon Mm -hmm. to go get a haircut and this you know it you just never know. It's it, you know, got lucky. You got lucky. Didn't get it. Um, and unfortunately, that now, your brother he he doesn't have it yet, right? He's not feeling. Yeah, he's he's just, not feeling he sick. Just, he is just um, um, high quality quarantining. But he's not feeling sick though, right? No. That's no. good. Just a little ski trip, you know, local we're ski trip a, with a friend. We're at a week. We're at a week from first contact, and Wednesday will be a week from final contact. Okay. Yeah, that's we interesting. Sunday through, we were together Sunday through Wednesday. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how he does. I know it's like that's an inner circle friend for him, and that's somebody you think you can trust. But he also works; his friend works in the medical field, so that's it's a little bit of a risk as well but they you know they always should be taking precautions and i'm sure he does um with washing hands staying cleansed and 
you know, wearing the mask daily and, and whatnot. So I don't know. Hey, Mike. It just doesn't, it's crazy. Hey, Mike. Yes. Jarvis Landry touchdown. Fuck. <laughs> don't worry, Shane. You should have got a while to go. I don't know. 84.56 to 114.16. Yeah, you got a while to go. Who else do you have yet to play? I have Wayne Gallman tonight, Jarvis tonight, and then I have Ebron tomorrow. Isn't Wayne playing right now? Yep. What's he got so far? 2.4. <laughs> but hey, hey, one pass for touchdown. He has a pass for a touchdown? Catch. No, I'm saying one catch for a touchdown can totally change it. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, it's only the half. Dude, that Jarvis defense is good, now. and Denzel Ward is back for the Browns, so good luck. <clears throat> hey, Jarvis, Jarvis, Jarvis is good for at least – Five more catches and at least probably one more touchdown. Yeah, but you need both guys to perform. Hey, 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 we'll we'll just chunk at it. We'll chip it down. Yeah, good luck. Good Good luck. Thanks, man. Giants defense has been uh, pretty good, too, uh, lately, I should say. Mm -hmm. So, Mike, I think think you. It would be nice if Evan Ingram caught a a pass. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, poor Colt McCoy, man. I mean. I'm shocked he's still in the league, and he's done okay filling in. But damn, you were hoping for a Daniel Jones sight in here. Absolutely. But if you make it the next round, hopefully Daniel will be back. Who else do you have as your quarterbacks? Who me? Yeah. It doesn't matter who else I have. I have Patty Mahomes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm that's Gucci. Right. Yeah, he looked a little shaky in the second half here too. Yeah, he, he had, I mean, the Saints, the Saints are a good football team. Yeah, Saints are pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I, I hate saying that because I despise the Saints, but yeah. they're, good, they're a good team. Yeah, even, he was I mean, 26 of 47. Gosh. He was That's 26 not good. of 47 today with 254 yards, three touchdowns. Damn, he still had and, three uh, touchdowns. Fumble, seven carries, 37 yards on the ground. Damn. All right, yeah, research mean, guy. I love it. Edwards Hilaire, Edwards Hilaire got hurt. He got hurt bad. And they said he wasn't putting pressure on the knee. Yeah, so he they were they were kind of scrambling to pass the second half. They were blitzing the fuck out of him too at the end. Yeah, they were. I mean, he was rolling out buying time, but that time was limited because they were covering big time down the field. He he didn't have much, and that's why I was glad Hill did almost absolutely. I mean, not absolutely nothing, but. He didn't get close to his projection. I think he only had ended up with like 14 or 15 points. 17.4. Oh, he ended up with 17. Well, still yeah. less than projected, which is good for me because now I need uh, I need the Steelers to get at least 19 to pull off a victory. Yeah. That's the last team out of my matchup, and I'm down 18 points. Yeah, it's 155 to 137. Damn. I need the Steelers to ball out defense. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. If I make it, I mean, even if I don't, good luck to you fuckers, because you got to go against either me or or Brenda's team. Jesus Christ, you guys are barely yeah. scratching a hundred. So hey, I'm well over. I'm well over hundred points. Where are you at? One fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Barely scratching hundred points. <laughs> that's that's literally fourteen over one hundred. Barely scratching 100 points. Okay, 101 <laughs> is barely scratching 100 points. <laughs> 114. You need, like, 130 to be even. Can Have you even hit 130? You were one of the higher scoring teams in the league, weren't you? 
I averaged I averaged between 115 to 130 points every week. I was going to say, I thought when I checked it recently, I thought for sure you were one of the higher scoring teams because I was trying to see who would get the first seed out of you or me. But I think you had me beat on points, even though I feel like I was scoring an average of like 120 a week. Yeah, I, I, I had a pretty – I mean, I had a good team this year, but, I mean, Sh- Shane is lucky as fuck with everything, so I'm probably going to lose. <laughs> Jerry's still out. We will see. I don't know what you're talking about. All your all your guys play, Mike, already? Yeah, well, I have Evan Ingram left. Oh, that's right. That's right. You have Ingram left. Okay. And he's – right. so far, he's at halftime, and he put up a goose egg. Yeah. That's not good, but he is a, he is a red zone target. He's a hot one, so – Hopefully he gets he one. 156, Mike. In week what? two. 156 in week two looks like it was your highest. Okay. Week two, that's a, that's almost last season, man. That's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> Jer- Jeremy's hot. a hater. Ne- Jeremy's just a hater. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this season's been so rough. Okay, so we're going to talk a little fantasy football now. So this season's been so rough. The one league I was in, it's a dynasty league where I, I have six keepers every year. And um, I had five of my six guys on the IR early in the season right off the bat. And I still fought for playoff contention and lost week the last week. So I was eliminated. But, damn, the team fought and clawed all year long with all the injuries. I had Dak. I had um, um, I'm drawing a blank on the tight end from – uh, the 49ers, um, Kittle. Kittle. Kittle, Kittle got hurt like week seven, eight. And so he yeah. went down for the second half of the year for me. Dak week four, um, man, just big, big. I had Mostert. Mostert was out most of the middle of the season. Yeah. So all, like all my keeper guys fucking toast by injuries. Tough, bro. This year Tough. sucks. Yeah. This year was. This year was especially tough because, half, you know, there was at least a good three to four different uh, times this week where games, like, went all the way to Wednesday. and Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. And then you weren't sure how, like, the leagues, the fantasy leagues were going to do it, if they were going to score your points within that week or not. So then you feel right. like you're fucked, and then you're like, well, I had a guy, and now he's not going to play until this week, and then there's a potential that's going to postpone until, like, later in the season. And that did happen, uh, the Steelers game with the Ravens. That yeah. got pushed like, like two months later. Yep. Yeah. So if you started any Steelers and you weren't able to switch out, I mean, I think obviously you made concessions with your con- commissioner to to swap a guy out or whatnot. But well, I mean, I that, that just posted sucks. something out for one for that one league. He's like, hey, if you got somebody in this game that's getting pushed out, let me know. Yeah. If you, that if, post that he put yeah. Out. Yeah, if you can, uh, he was like, if you can put somebody in his spot, it has to be within that position uh, from your right. bench. Then, then go ahead and pick your top, your top score. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I mean, that's, I think that's fair. That's why yeah. I did that. Yeah, yeah, it's totally fair, and I think it's, I mean, it's wise to do it that way. You don't want to get fucked. I mean, that's that's you can't really help for that stuff. Yeah, it's one thing. It's one thing picking a player that does well during a game. It's another thing that if they don't play at all, right? Yeah, and, you, and they're planning to. Yeah, yeah. It was this. This year was it was cool to be a commissioner this year because, you know, it 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 sharpened your skills a little bit in in 
working with all the people who have teams in your league and, and trying to make it fair and fun for everybody still. So, right. Yeah. And, I did. I did miss not being able to get together and have an actual draft. Oh, though. the live. The, I did with the dynasty and I was, I was a little hesitant about it. We stayed, I stayed pretty distant though, but like, yeah. it was literally like in a basement though. It was in some, cause it was raining out that day and he had a really nice finished porch and finished like, really nice patio like stone cobblestone like patio and he we used it last year and it was sick and this year it was raining so we had to go in his basement and then i forgot my fucking sweet ass power cord my power oh. strip Dra- dra- uh drafting uh live draft day is one of my favorite times of the year because not only is fantasy football starting but you know because fantasy is starting the actual season is starting yeah and, and you have the last also, couple preseasons playing at the same time. Yep, you got the the last couple preseason games are on. Everybody's drinking, eating, having a good time. And then usually we're drafting in my leagues anyway. We're either drafting right before my birthday or right on my birthday or like, you know, just around my birthday. So I'm I'm always in a good mood because I'm I'm getting older. So it's <laughs> it's fun and wiser. Older and wiser. But I will say, Wiser no, matter what, no matter what happens, no matter what happens tonight and tomorrow, whether I lose or not, I finally made the playoffs in my own goddamn league. I should have. I should get. I should at least get a button. Oh my god! I, you know what? Take a take a quarter or maybe a buck. Out of the pot for yourself, just for that accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you five bucks if I win. So, so I've been. I've You're been, not going to win. Change. I've been running a league, like a, a a league, just for I don't know how long have we been doing it, Shane? So I, I'm, I was I the one that started it back when we were in college and stuff. When I was in college, maybe. Like, Holy I, shit! Has I, it been going like, back that long? Dude, Jeremy, have you ever seen the picture of of me and Mike taking? Photos on a computer with Quay on the other end. Of I don't Florida. think Did so. See that picture? I don't think so. So we were drafting in my house at yeah. Bob's house, oh. and uh, Quay was in the draft, but he was in Florida at full sale. Yeah, and yeah. that's when we first did it. And Mike and I started taking pictures on my computer with the little <laughs> stick figure guy that runs around and like shoots a rocket at your face. And then we had like elf yeah. ears on. Yeah, yeah. Quay started taking pictures of us. That's cool. All over Facebook. So yeah, I think I think that was like 2012, 2011. It had to be. It had to be at least 10 or 11 because yeah. I graduated in 12. Right. So that's how long that like we've all been involved in fantasy football. Yeah. Um. So like I was serious back then. So I know that like Shane and Quay are sometimes. I think Shane, you were out of it for one year, but I think Quay has been in your league. Yeah. He's been like I think yeah. I took Shane's spot. That's how I got in. Right. And so I you know, off and on I've had like I just done like single year things. But in 2017 and I never once made the playoffs. But in 2017 I kind of started the the league that we have now. So the league that we have now the with all all 12 people. Oh, so it morphed. That's been going since 2017. Okay. And and the last, the 2017, 2018, 2019, I finished like ninth, tenth, and eleventh or something. Like just, <laughs> got, just god awful. And then this year, 
of course, in the COVID year. So I'm going to get a little fucking asterisk if I win. No, I see. I totally disagree with that asterisk bullshit for COVID. It's harder. It's been harder for all major pro sports to play in this season this year. Yeah. I don't care what Gerber yeah. says because Gerber's a big fan of that fucking asterisk because all his teams basically were shit. I, I it, even though he's a Michigan fan and a Braves fan as well, he's throwing asterisks around on these people, and I'm like, no, 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 no. It was way fucking harder to play any pro sports this year than any other time in history, really, other than the wars, maybe. But in the yeah. wars, like World War II, didn't they shut down a whole baseball season? They didn't even play baseball one whole year. I think oh, well, yeah. the, the NFL did it too, yeah. Yeah, well, that, I mean, I think that was also like the premise of uh, a league of their own when they talked about the women's baseball league. Yeah, right. because the boys were fighting in the war, and so they were like, "Well, we can't just not have baseball." So, right. um, yeah. So this is so much harder. Hockey, you're in a bubble. You know, basketball, you're in a bubble. You're away from your family for months. You can't go do anything. And if you do, you get in trouble. Your team gets fined. You get fined. Your coach gets fined. You might lose draft picks, depending on what league was doing it. I mean, you might, and then you're you and have- then you're excoriated by the news. Oh. Did you hear James Harden went to a bunch of fucking strip clubs? Can you believe that shit? Or who was the who? There was a player that brought a stripper on site in the NBA bubble. I can't remember who it was. Oh yeah, I forget who that was. But that was like during the playoffs. Yep. And then and he was on a. Good. What was that? He was on a good team too. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, what, what are you doing, like? But these players, like, they get lonely. They, especially NBA players, they're used to fucking on the road. You know what I mean? Like they. <laughs> so, so here we go. So I have um, sixteen times, sixteen moments in sports history that they were shut down before COVID. Oh, it's so probably gonna be a bunch have, of strikes though, too. We have World War One. All right, so. So MLB, nineteen eighteen, nineteen nineteen. It's like the only pro league at the time. Other than the NHL. Warren G. Harding's death, World War II, D-Day. Warren G. Um, Harding's death? Yeah. They shut down sports for that fucking idiot? Says league-affected league MLB, 1923. The 29th president, Warren G. Harding, unexpectedly passed away in office. The entire schedule for that day after the post was postponed. If I'm not mistaken, I believe he was the, the first president as well to throw out a like a first pitch, and he did it from, like, the stands, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, there is a bunch of strikes in here. Maybe we'll have our research guy look that one up. The lockout, NHL lockout. Yeah, they'll see, the lockouts, because of the CBAs, I can see there's, like, two or three for the NHL, but I think they um, they, they abridged one of the seasons for, like, a 56-game season. September uh, 11th. Had it. Oh, September 11th. So good. I'm talking about, like, full season shutdowns, though. So like yeah, that only happened during like war times. World War One, World War Two. Yeah, and then yeah, lockouts. Sure we we lost a whole hockey yeah. season due to a lockout, or two of them, I think. Yeah, yeah we lost two whole hockey seasons. One in the nineties, I think, and then um, one in the eighties or nineties, and then one in the two like two thousand five. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so. it was right around the time. It was right before the Canes won the cup. Yeah. That shit, that, that drug on forever. And then they were just like, well, it's too late. It's like February by the time they agreed to the CBA. And they're like, well, the season's going to end technically in like a month. So we're not even going to have it. And I was like, you fucking idiots. 
Like, you're trying to improve your fan base, and then you go ahead and have a fucking strike, and then you don't agree to anything for a whole year. 94, 95 was an NHL lockout. I know so many friends that were that were that weren't really hockey fans but didn't mind it, that after that they were like, See, if they don't even care to even play the games, fuck them. I'm not even going to watch the NHL. I'm like, ugh. Like, I understand that from the player's point of view, they were getting hosed. You know what I mean? And now look at the money they're making because of that. One of the reasons is that strike. They're making good money now, not compared to what they had before that CBA. They're getting a piece of these TV deals and stuff that have evolved into these huge money contracts. Good for them, but it was bad for us as viewers and fans. Right. So. Well, I, I, I kind of, um, we started this about, we started this talking about coronavirus. Yeah. And somehow we got on the NHL lockout of 30 years ago. Yeah, 20 and, and, and the one like 15 years ago. So, yeah, I mean, if you wanted to know what our show was about, just go ahead and listen to the first 40 minutes of this one. <laughs> Yeah, we jump around quite a bit. But no, that's, I mean, I I think it's special. I keeps like it, it. Keeps it loose. We talked about something kind of sad. Then we went into something that makes us, you know, a lot of us happy. Sports. You know, we like talking sports. But also, um, Shane, can you can you look up that uh, first president to do a first pitch? I believe it was Warren G. Harding, sure. if I'm not mistaken. Um he was like one of the first ones to do it, and he did it from the stands. They didn't do it from the mounds back in the day. They used to throw from the first row. They used to come down to the like, um, the railing of the stands and just do the first pitch. William Howard Taft threw out the first ceremonial pitch on baseball's opening day, April 14, 1910. Okay, so William Howard Taft. It was the hmm. wrong William. Okay, so Taft. So and it was only like. Ten years before Harding, I was close. So that was pretty impressive. That was pretty impressive, right? I appreciate that. I only, I, and you know what? The funny thing is, though, I only just recently heard about that. So I was throwing out recent knowledge that I found. It's not like I knew that from a long time ago. Yeah. I got yeah, lucky. I'm just, I was looking at it. Yeah, and there's a picture of him. It's he's like kind of like on a, on a bandstand with a banner. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of knew. Kind of like rolled up. Yeah, I knew they did that the... stuff. I knew they did that stuff. I think the last president to do one like that, I want to say, was Eisenhower. He was the last one to do it before they started moving to the mounds and doing them from the mounds. But I could be wrong there too. So moving along, um, let's see election results. We didn't really talk about the election results. So November, what was it, fourth? I think it was November 3rd. Hold on. Let me pull up my calendar real quick. Yeah, November 3rd was election day. Third? Okay. So the 4th, um, the 4th, we kind of saw some states flip um, when we woke up. So there was a lot of voting going on, a lot of in-person voting going on, obviously, on the day. Um, I did in-person voting just because I didn't want to contribute to the delays in the mail-in voting that I knew were going to happen. Um, that, and I only got my ballot, I think the Saturday before. So I got it like October 31st in the mail. And I was like, God damn, like way to, I've been registered for like months to get a mail-in ballot. Um, and then I called in and I said, Hey, I didn't get one. 
And they were like, oh, you you weren't registered. I was like, I know I registered. I got a confirmation. So then they put it in. So then I had to sign the uh, sign off the ballot when I got to in-person voting. It took me an hour and a half, two hours or something like that to get through uh, in the lines. It was atrocious. Um, but I got my vote in. I voted Biden. And um, not just because I really like Biden, more or less because I wanted Trump out of there. Um, but Biden's, Wait, you, you voted for Biden? I voted for Biden. You fuck. Riding with Biden. Why would you do that to us? <laughs> oh, you mean against the best president in the entire history of the world? Bro, was, this whole season, this whole year, you told me bro. you were voting for Trump. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was voting for Trump. Oh, um, damn, bro. Good so, thing Shane's here now because I need a new partner. You need a new. Oh well, I'm handing over the. Oh, this is a this is a. Uh, uh, what do they call it? A um, passing of the torch or uh, what are they in, in track and field? Like the baton. Passing of the baton. Yeah, I, I need to. I need. I need to do. I need to do this show with someone I can fucking trust. Yeah, you can always trump uh, Trump supporters. So. Um, you guys actually, Mike. You said you were in and out, basically, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I I went. I got there around five thirty, maybe six o'clock. Okay. And I was I was I was out the door on my way home by about six twenty. That's quick. So it I, only took me about yeah, twenty minutes. That's about the time I, I went, showed up at mine too. Jane, I think we I voted went, the same place. Yeah, I went by um, at lunchtime because I had a. I had off because the building that I work in is used for voting. So um, I went by Lucky bitch. and, and uh, the line was, you know, wrapped around the parking lot. So I went home and then I went back later. Um, yeah, I waited in line for probably like 45 minutes to an hour. Damn. Maybe a little bit longer than that. Standing in the outside with a four and a six-year-old. <laughs> Oh, you took the kids with you. <laughs> yeah, I had to. Oh, that's right, because Ashley was working, right? Yeah. Shane, do you want to share with our audience who you voted for, or do you not feel comfortable doing that? I, I well, I voted for Biden, obviously. Okay. Um, oh, you piece just, of shit! You can't be a co-host. Wow. <laughs> so, so tune in next week to the Mike Thomas show. <laughs> <laughs> the Mike Thomas on the Trump train. We fucking we fucking know you didn't vote for Trump. Jesus Christ. No. Let's we might have some new viewers listening. Unfortunately, we would be considered a left left leaning podcast, but um we right. do we do call out the left for their bullshit too. Right. It just hasn't but, been a lot of it. No. Not nearly no. as much as the right. No, um, I'm not I'm not like I I'm I think I've said it before. I'm not a huge fan of Nancy Pelosi. No. No, well, no, Nancy. Yeah, she's status quo lady. Yeah, she's a status quo lady for sure. I'm just happy that Betsy DeVoys is going to be out. Yeah, that's basically what it's all about, man. Yeah. That's that's kind of what mean, my my main reason was was to get him out. You know what, I, Shane? I agree with you. She is, you know, and I can't stress this enough. She's an absolute cunt. Who? Well, did I? Who are we talking about? Betsy DeVos. Oh yeah, are you kidding me? How do you pronounce it? Betsy DeCunt. Did you guys ever? Did you guys ever see? Yeah, I want to check it before I say it. So continue, but let me check this before I say it. Okay. 
So you're just, you're going to let no one's going to say anything while you're researching. So, no, I was going to say I said keep going. <laughs> so Devos, Devos, the lady that um uh that um suggested that teachers carry shotguns in schools in Montana because of bears. Yeah, uh, p- potential grizzly. <laughs> potential grizzly. Oh Jesus Christ! You know what? You want to know what's actually really fucking funny about that? Right? I think literally not maybe a week after she testified to that in Congress, I'm pretty sure a fucking grizzly bear like wandered into a school in Wyoming. Yes, it did. <laughs> it and, did. Because I remember, I remember I was like roasting her for saying right. that. And somebody commented on my one Facebook status and they were like, see, she was right. Bro, bro, you know it was a fucking right-leaning bear trainer that just like opened up a school door and let let like like little Jimbo the bear go in. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta go, prove go, her go right. We gotta prove her right. <laughs> go 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 get him, Fluffy. <laughs> okay, so this is this is what I found. So I thought I thought when I saw this, I almost thought I almost shit myself. So now I'm pulling this up on Yahoo. So again, this is Yahoo, but I found it other places before. I know it. Yahoo. But, yeah. But in the computer um, from 2006. So May 7th. Okay, it was they reported that she changed the requirements for Title IX. You guys know what Title IX is? Yeah. Okay. Um, she said that effective August 14th, it's no longer required for coaches and or other employees at colleges and universities to report allegations to the Title IX office. Yeah, I do remember that. Isn't that nuts? Absolutely. Like, it's like allowing it's allowing sexual abuse to happen and stuff. It's 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 it's, it's allowing Sandusky to happen all over again. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I mean it's. It's the same bullshit. Now, I, I talked to um, Tony. Um, like Mike, you know Tony. Um, yeah. From, from hockey. I was talking to him, and he was talking about this, the bill, the stimulus bill they were putting out. And I'm like, dude, that thing has been on fucking McConnell's desk for six months. The other things that they did, this administration, which a lot of people are feeling right now, is they reversed Dodd-Frank. And on the financial end, Dodd-Frank was a... Um, a bill enacted uh, back in 2009, 2008, 2009 yeah. for Obama during the uh, coming out of the recession. It was supposed to help people that were uh, fucking poor not get raped by banks. One of the one of the stipulations in that bill was that banks can't overfee, and that was rolled back. So when that was enacted, you weren't uh, as a bank allowed to fee a person um, for an overdraft more than once. And they make millions upon tens of millions of dollars, close to $100 million on bank fees on people. Now imagine that. Feeing people who don't have money, money. They're just feeing them. They don't have it, they're going to fee them. Um, So they used to fee people per transaction that went into the negative. So can you imagine $35 like six times? Bang, 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 bang. And you have no money. Now you got to climb out of a $200 hole. That's what they used to do to people. So Don yeah. Frank took that shit away. And now Trump reversed it in the last four years. And now that's back. And right. now people are getting those fees again. And it's that's one of the reasons people are now dropping in the pottery like crazy. 
it's one of the reasons they're going to stay in poverty for a while. Yeah, that's actually, just one I of actually, the things I that actually, this administration has done to hurt people and poor people. I, I actually, I have a funny story about a time that I overdrafted. Um, Shoot. So I was visiting my, I was visiting my buddy in college, and we went out to a house party, and we were, you know, doing what you do at a house party. And uh, at the end of the night, Booker we were like, blow. yo, we're like, let's go get some food. So <clears throat> we show up to this Wawa in King of Prussia. And at the time, I wasn't real. This was like 12 years ago, 13 years ago. So I wasn't really working. Like, I didn't have a real job. Mm. And um, I can see why you overdrafted. Well, so we, so we pulled into this fucking Wawa, and we're all hammered. And we get out. And everybody's like ordering all these like hoagies and getting drinks and getting fucking chips and snacks. And I was like, damn, I don't have any money. Like I'm really hungry. So I I knew I had some money in my checking account, but I forgot how much. So, and then remember this was like 13 years ago. So I didn't, I didn't have an app on my phone that I could just pull open my, my checking account. Yeah. yeah actually, if you had a phone, you had to actually go onto the web and, find the website yeah yeah or 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 um (sighs) you had to go to the atm and if you needed to see your statement they charged you per statement print right exactly two dollars for a little slip with 10 transactions on it how fucked so not only that but i was also i was also just stupid drunk so i was like you know how when you get to the register they have those like good chocolate chip cookies Oh, they always get you. <laughs> so I'm standing in line with some of my buddies and they're all, you know, paying for their food. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting, I'm, I'm just going to grab this cookie. So they all pay for their shit. So I, I put my cookie up there. She's the lady scans it and I swipe my, my debit card. And I start, dude, that was, it was the most delicious cookie I've ever had in my life. So, <laughs> Cause it was but, basically on the bank. <laughs> so yeah. So fast forward the next morning, or the next week, I'm sorry. I get home and I get a I get a statement from my bank saying that I overdrafted for a 99 cent cookie. It was That's thirty so thirty-seven $37.50. $37 cookie. Yep, I'll never forget it. It was the most expensive cookie I've ever had in my life. Yeah, and that's kind of one of the, one of the things that um, the Dodd-Frank bill did. And one of Trump's reasons for rolling it back was because the banks need to make money. We can't overregulate banks because that's overregulating businesses, bitch. That's ridiculous, and that's that's sort of the thing. Trump. It used to never charge you. Okay, so during Dodd Frank, and I used to I used to flirt with zero in my bank account for a long, and still do. Um, so <laughs> what that used to do is, if you went in a negative, it was less than like five bucks. They wouldn't charge you. Some banks well, during when they had Dodd Frank in place. They wouldn't charge you if you overdrafted maybe five bucks, especially if you they knew you had a direct deposit from your bank going in, or from your from your employer going in every week. They knew they're going to have money in there to cover it eventually. So it was like a small time loan almost. It means nothing to the bank. It means everything to the person that has no money. So that Dodd Frank thing used to bail out a lot of poor people, and now that it was gone. And now that it has been gone for over over a year, I think now, it's just they're going ham with these. But I had to deal with a couple recently, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like thirty seven dollars four times? You're nuts. Yep. Yeah. It's it's just criminal. It's like 
it is no, it's legal. It's, it's legalized like extortion or criminal behavior. Yeah. Like, I get it. it. You, you shouldn't go in the negative. It's part of the terms and conditions of a contract to have a bank account where you have your bank account. But, Jesus Christ, you're literally ripping people off. Well, and it, the, the lesson that I learned from my $37 cookie story was um, uh, my dad told me <clears throat> when I read my statement, I said, so they, they, they charged me $37 because I had no money. And he said, yeah, that's what happens. And I said, so it costs money to be broke. And yeah. he said, yeah, he said, yeah, it costs money to be, it costs money to have no money. And that's... I said, well, this is, this system's kind of fucked. Look at that. From an early age, you were a socialist. From the next one. Good old Captain Coward. From, from, from an early age, I was fucked. Yeah. From an early age, you were a socialist communist. Yep. Unbelievable. Oh. Yeah. It was. Good times. But even now, like, if you look at it now, if you, the way the system is with poor people, it's so fucked. Because if you have no money, you're paying a high interest rate if you need to borrow money. And granted, there's, it's because of the risk factor. But Jesus Christ, do people get raped out there. It's unbelievable. And especially with the races, too. Um, They've did those studies where um, people of different colors other than white get charged a higher interest rate especially in certain parts of the country. Yeah. Not naming any names to tell, but, uh, right. But I mean, we just had another, what, 5 million go into, into, um, into poverty recently. Another nearly 900,000 people file for unemployment for the first time this year. Um, we had 8 million drop into poverty just the other month. Uh, it's unbelievable. they, They slipped into poverty right which means they were borderline beforehand and now they're fucked so now we talk about now we're kind of going into the stimulus talk because that oh, was wait. just rolled out oh, hold, oh, hold on a second okay before we go into I, the stimulus talk sorry i i just got a text message um tia is in the other room listening and she got offended by my cookie story uh because she made me chocolate chip cookies today so now that she's upset because I called that cookie the most delicious cookie I've ever had. Tell her to stop being yeah. a creep. <laughs> yeah. It was the most delicious it had to be because it was $37. <laughs> you had to really yeah. savor that one. <laughs> hey, Mike, did you get that picture I sent you? I did. I saw it. I was, uh, was going to wait for Jeremy to look at it because it's for him. Oh. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to mess with my phone right now. And you guys are okay. secretly texting each other during the... Well, I texted you and him the same picture. I know. Shane, I'm going to send a text right now. God damn it. Now i got to look at it mid-show. You bitches. <laughs> what uh, the fuck? Oh, that's funny. You have fucking, like, elf ears. <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah, we're talking. That that's, that's, that's the picture that they were talking about um, from twenty, almost twenty years and ago. Look at that. Look at the background of that, though. But seriously, look at how old that that um, setup is. For were you guys on Max um, or on ESPN? Oh, I didn't no, no, even no. see that. I mean, 
like in the, no, that's uh. That's oh a, yeah, well, I tell you what though, it really hasn't changed that much though, hasn't it? No, no, it really no, I'm hasn't. I'm trying to look at who who are those bottom three people on my bench. It looks like you have the. It looks like the Bears defense. Bears um, defense was pretty good back then. They had Earl yeah. Acker. So to me, that looks like. To me, that looks like the Bears' defense or special teams. I think that's probably Mason Crosby. Didn't the Bears probably. have a really nice kick returner? And Hester, Devin think, Hester. They had Devin Hester. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and the 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 name above that, it looks like. To me, it looks like they play for Detroit. Boy, but who I the hell did you have that. from Detroit back it, then? There was nobody good there other than uh, Calvin Johnson. Megatron, and maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. Stafford was putting up like four thousand yards a year then too. Yeah, that yeah, honestly, so that's Crosby. That is Crosby. Yeah, that might be Matt Stafford. What year do you think that is? Do you know? Um, what was this picture? You put said up? about two thousand two thousand nine. Okay. Yeah, Stafford was in the league then. Yeah, he was. Oh, 2009. It's, old, it's older than I thought it was. Yeah, right. Shit. Damn. Crazy. I can I can't imagine what my what my team actually looks like. You fucking old fucks. Put it to you this way: I remember one year I went all the way to, I I I was forced to use. Um, no, uh, that isn't dad. Mac, because that's Eric's Mac because he took the pictures. Oh so, yeah. That's Quay's Mac. Yeah. So that might not even be my team. That might be Quay's team. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Um, I remember the one year I had, I had Thomas Jones on my team. Wow, Thomas Jones—that's a name. Yeah, he when he was he was the starter for the Chiefs. Because I guess they ran out of like high school gym teachers. <laughs> uh no, was that when Priest Holmes was like on his way out too? Priest Holmes. Yeah. yeah, Priest Holmes. I, I, and Larry Johnson. Yep. Yeah, I, think, I, I think, had him a couple of years. I think one or both of them got hurt, and that's why Thomas Jones was in there. Yeah, they both got hurt in the same year. Yeah. One of the years. And then they yeah, got dude, rid of was... they got rid of Priest Holmes because Larry Johnson was, was going to be big. And then he – remember when he signed with Rockefeller Records? He was, like, one of the first NFL players to, like, have a deal with a non-sports agency. Yeah, yeah. He used to throw Larry, up the rock every time he scored. Larry Johnson, the Penn Stater. His dad was the coach at Penn State. I think he's still coaching yeah. there. Yeah, he was a good running back LJ. for Penn State. Yeah. L- yeah, he was good. And then he made it to the NFL and just was injured. Like, he had maybe – I looked up his staff one day, one day, and I was, like, shocked that he didn't have better years. And I was like, damn, I remember him being fucking decent for, like, a handful of years. And really, I yeah. think he only had, like – one or two thousand yard rushing years, and was in the league maybe eight years, not even. I think he scored a lot of TDs. He did. Yes. One year he had like almost twenty, I think. Right. So research he, guy. He was, research guy. Look it up. A, he was like their red zone specialist. Who are we talking about? Larry Johnson. Are you not Larry paying John. attention? I was looking at something else. Oh, oh okay. Fired. Not paying attention. Only takes one. Only takes one. One fuck up on the first show. Unbelievable. Good old Wikipedia. Now we're waiting. Now we're in limbo, and this is what we didn't want. Awkward. Dead air. 6,223 with an average of 4.4. 
What was what were his like uh, his thousand yard years? How many thousand yard years? Uh, let's see, Kansas City. Profootballreference.com. Um, they have a really see. good breakdown of people's stats. Rushing. Um, he had a thousand seven hundred fifty in two thousand five. Yeah, he had a huge year. I what? A thousand seven hundred eighty nine in the six. Damn, two years and in a row. It. Yep, yep. He and had two ma- monster years, and he signed that deal either in the, the, the that first big year or the second big year, or right after the first big year with uh with um um Jay Z and The Rock. And then he got hurt, and he stayed hurt for the rest of his career. Yeah. He was fucking stud. Yeah, he was a beast mode. He was yeah. the shit. I his, used to love Priest Holmes, though, too. Priest was a humble guy. Here's his, you want to hear his Penn State, his Penn State yards? Oh, Penn yeah. State, he must have went off the hook. So, well, 99 was his freshman year. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, Do that again, because you kind of broke up digitally. Mm-hmm. 99 was his freshman year, it okay. looks like. Um, 171 yards. Wow. Yeah, it's a freshman. I wonder who was running back. Yards. I wonder who was running back then for them, the starter. Uh, we'll check that out then. So the second year was 358 yards. I wonder if it was that Carter dude that went to the 70, Bengals. 75 attempts. Um... 2001 was 337 yards with 71 attempts. And then in 2002 was 271 attempts for 2,087 yards. So he only had one 1,000-yard season. It was a 2,000-yard season? Yeah. And he also only had three touchdowns that year. During the 2,000-yard season? No, sorry. That's receiving. Sorry. Uh, 20. Oh, I was going to say, there's no way you're running for 2,000 yards and only three scores. <laughs> yeah. Not a big finisher, that guy. <laughs> um, Straight so line speed to, is very low. Going back to that large, that 1,700-yard season he had for Kansas City in 06, there's 17 touchdowns. Damn, that's a lot. Fantasy, fantasy God that year. Those two years. <laughs> right. Could you imagine? And even think about it in a PPR league, too. Fuck yeah. That year, he had 410 yards receiving with 41 receptions. He averaged 10 yards a catch. That's insane. Yeah. I remember, I remember, um, I don't think I was playing fantasy football yet when John Alexander had like 28 rushing touchdowns that one year. Uh, did. Didn't someone broke that record though? Didn't they? Yeah, I think Ladainian Tomlinson. Did. Lt did, yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. done like back to back years or something like that. Or, or Sean Alexander had it for like two years, and then Lt comes along and busts it wide open. Yeah, Lt had like thirty one touchdowns or something combined. Yeah, I remember watching that game on TV. He it was uh, against the Broncos, and he went. He like rushed in for the record, and they like. Stopped the game and carried him off the field. Yeah, I used LT was the shit too. All right, let's, okay, get so back on. let's get back on track. Eric McCoo. Eric McCoo is a Penn State running back in 1999. He had 148 attempts for 739 yards. Man, who the fuck is that? Cordell <laughs> Mitchell's in there. He didn't get drafted, that's for sure. Yeah, right. 
Damn. That's amazing. So, Even the coach's kid couldn't get the first string for like three years. Nope. That's the way. That's the way Joe Powell was, though. He didn't give you favoritism. Nope. You had to earn it. Yeah, you're either good. You're either good or you weren't. And I tell you what, Larry Johnson, just from that one year, that one really good year, was still he was drafted in the first round over that one year. Isn't that something? Twenty yeah. seventh overall. Sweet. Back on track. Eric McCoo. Who the fuck is that? Um, so, where the hell did we leave off before Fantasy Football came back in? Where's my notepad? We were talking about um, Dodd Frank. We were talking about um, Title IX from um, um, What's Her Face? I don't even want to say her name. Betsy DeVos. Betsy DeVos. DeVos. Yeah, that bitch. And yeah. um, so we had the election. <clears throat> Those people are going to go away, hopefully. Uh, still a little worried about that when January 20th hits. Don't really know what's going to happen. Um, we know what should happen. But uh, with the way things have been, like, I had a feeling – way back when Bill Maher predicted it first, that if he loses, he wouldn't leave office. That's really coming to light now, and it seems like he's going to try and fight like hell not to leave. Um, so when January... I mean, he said, what, January... Was it January 6th he put a tweet out? You know, there's going to be a rally in D.C., and you're going to want to be there, and something was going to happen. I forget what the fuck he said. He said something big is going to happen. I forget what he said. But there's been recent talk of this dipshit um, possibly using the military and invoking martial law to redo the election. And there's been multiple reports coming out of the White House saying how there's been big screaming matches within the last week on this topic. And some of these people are not never Trumpers. And they're having issues with it, with that kind of talk. So I don't know. It just seems like it's going to get really fucking crazy here in the next couple weeks. Um, I'm trying to find the exact tweet where he said uh, January 6th, you're gonna, or he says, like, you're going to want to be there. I don't know if it's just to drum up a big fucking rally of people or what, but, um, oh, my God, his fucking... <laughs> His fucking Twitter is just a fucking mess. I'm scrolling through it now. It's unbelievable. I'm surprised you can see any of his tweets. <laughs> they started, like, they used to, they were putting warnings on almost every one of them, even if it didn't say anything about the election. <laughs> just because basically everything that was coming out of his mouth was about the election. Um, how, pathetic, how pathetic is that? Yeah, your your own leader is being fucking labeled as a as a liar oh man like, Every, you're getting, everything you, he says uh, social media is a fucking cesspool and you're still managing to lower the bar somehow <laughs> yeah it's it's bad and it's bad with his own um administration and the people that have like backed him almost um unfederally um 
I'm looking now. I'm trying to find it. Oh, he tweets so goddamn much. It's not even funny. Yeah, I don't know how you find anything in there. It's it's a lot of scrolling. So, um, anyways, as I'm scrolling, we'll keep it up. Um, so Giuliani held numerous um, events after the election to try and um, drum up election fraud talk. Um, at one point, he thought, I'm almost positive, he thought he booked the Four Seasons Hotel. And they eventually ended up at um, the Four Seasons landscaping business, um, six city blocks or so from the actual Four Seasons Hotel in Philadelphia. Uh, it was in the back of a lawnmower service, grass cutting service, lawn care service place. It looked like a dump. And um, out in the sun, out in the weather in November, kind of a shit show, not really put together. There was footage of somebody. Um, before the, the, the event took place, asking the crowd that gathered, it was very small, um, if anybody had seen election fraud and if they had stepped forward, they want to talk to them. They were still trying to find people to throw affidavits in. So they were holding these events as they were drumming up evidence. Just goes to show you how fucking not put together this whole thing was. Um. So that happened. A lady started making T-shirts. Um, the election happened. Biden won by the exact margin that Trump won against Hillary in 2016. Um, flipping some states that I was shocked had flipped, like Georgia. Um, Arizona was. It's a big one. Arizona was a, was supposed to be kind of a medium state. We weren't sure if that was going to flip, and that flipped. Um, Nevada did Nevada flip from red to blue? From the last election, I believe. I think so. Um, yeah, so Georgia was a big one. And the Senate runoffs were involved uh, as a big race there as well. Um, we lost some, like Amy McGrath um, against Mitch McConnell. That, that They made that sound like it was going to be much closer than what it ended up being. She spent a lot of fucking money. Yeah, I I thought it was a little bit it was a little misleading because I I thought for sure that it was going to be a competitive race and then somehow like Mitch McConnell just blew her away. Cocks, yeah, fucking cock slapped her. What it was, was like, it like? She got thirty thirty seven percent of the vote or something. It wasn't even close. Yeah, it was like God damn. Like, I, you know, I'm sitting there all year, you know, looking forward to this, and I'm thinking like, all right, all right, you know, made the best man win, and Nope. And you had this sense that, like, okay, she's a former Air Force pilot. They yeah. love their soldiers. And McConnell's yep. just a fucking snake who's done nothing his whole life other that than being a log. stingy fuck. Yeah, he's 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 special kind of evil. Definitely special kind of evil. Especially now with the stimulus bill. Um, so he likes to say that he doesn't want to bail out states that have been run poorly or that have cities that were run poorly by Democrats. But yet his state is one of the poorest in the nation and they use more tax money than they, than they pay in on a yearly basis. So it's really um, advantageous of him to be in the spot that he's at to withhold money from people 
he despises, even though they put the most in the pot. And I think it's so hypocritical that they then yell at those people when they want the same system on a basic tax level for regular Americans, that we should all have equal rights to the money and that we should tax the top more. And he's he's okay with using it for his state on the state level, but not for the people level. All for bailing out rich people, except when it comes to the state needing money. Yeah, walking contradiction. Does his upper lip ever move, by the way? I don't think so. He, he talks like this. Yeah, it's very stiff, comical. Okay, I can't find this tweet. I've been scrolling for a minute now. That's okay, Jeremy. Uh, I know we it's believe there. It. I know if it's, it's there. Not, if, it's, if you said Donald Trump said it, then I believe you. Yeah, I saw it. I know I did. Um, for sure. <laughs> just like they saw the fraud. Um, so, so <laughs> Melissa Carone has, uh, she, she reared, um, her head as a, um, um, a Giuliani sycophant, um, who has signed affidavits saying that she saw fraud and in Michigan and that, um, she saw dead people had voted, uh, hundreds of thousands of them. Um, and she sat there in a meeting um, that Giuliani held in a conference room of a hotel and state representatives, Republicans mostly, mind you, of Michigan, sat there and questioned Giuliani and his um, witnesses. And Melissa Corione, or Carone, uh, however you pronounce her name, she was one of the witnesses. And she had a shit ton of sass for even Republicans on the stand uh, that were questioning um, these allegations. One of them was like, hey, there's 30,000 names in this book and I don't see a whole lot of them that are refuted, like re- refutable. She goes, oh, did you take it somewhere and do something to them? Huh? She's like, did, did you sign an affidavit like I did and can go to jail if I'm proven that I lied? Did you do that? And it's like, all right, lady, chill the, chill the fuck out. Like, he's asking legit questions. And even Giuliani had to, like, kind of tap her on the shoulder, like, hey, like, calm down. Let him answer and let him ask questions. Nothing would make me happy to see her in prison, too. Well, I believe she was almost in prison a couple years ago. For what? So it came out, um, once that video went viral of her sassiness um, and disrespect of Republican leaders asking questions about, like, they were legit. They wanted to hear them out. They obviously showed up because they wanted to hear what Giuliani had to say because they have vested interest in Trump winning as well. So, obviously, even though they're crackpot conspiracy theories, they were like, well, let's hear them out, and if there's something there, it's something we can use. So, when that video went viral, um, people doing people shit, looked her up online, found her name, found out that she had um, an ex-boyfriend or an ex-husband that had a a new girlfriend, and she sent porn, personal porn videos of her and her husband to the ex-wife, ex-girlfriend, or to the new girlfriend, I should say. 
And so, wow. yeah, to the new girlfriend. Right. So it's like sexual harassment. Yeah. And it's actually like revenge porn almost. Revenge, yeah, yeah. Revenge porn, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it was before or after they started making revenge porn a more like uh, heavier charge. But I think she did. Man, I can't remember if she did time or not, but I know she had um, some charges on her from it. I can't remember exactly what she had to deal with legally, but I know she was dealing with like two day, two years of probation. Um, I don't know if she saw any jail time or if she pleaded down. I think she pleaded down to something that didn't sound as bad. It's usually what happens. Yeah. So that came out, and she just that just fit the personality. She sounded fucking crazy. She sounds like a winner. Yeah. So then there was another. There was another lady um, during those conferences. Um, she was like, I want to say she was. I can't remember her. Oh, she was Indian. She was Hindu Indian, um, and she was talking about how I'm not racist, but I believe all Chinese people look the same, and I believe that all white people look the same. So. I mean, you could have had people who voted more than once, if especially if you didn't check for IDs. And I'm sitting there going, you can't be serious. You're going to say you're not racist, but then you're going to admit that you think all other races, those people within those races look the same. And that they could have all voted more than once because no one checked IDs. When in yeah, Michigan, yeah. there's no voter ID law. You gotta, you gotta file under file that one under things you shouldn't have said out loud. <laughs> so that's just some of the shit. The Giuliani conferences, um, uh, kind of the entertainment value of them all. See, uh, I'm gonna, I'm part of me's gonna miss them when they're gone. Yeah, it's, I mean, SNL's gonna die. What's SNL gonna do? Well, I mean, SNL's been dying for a while, but... Shut the fuck up. No, they have not. They're good. Mm. <laughs> Shane, as as a fellow comedy lover, what are your thoughts on SNL's quality? I don't think Shane watches SNL. I don't. I don't really watch it that often. Um, oh, okay. I would, Boom. I would, but I would say, from what I've seen now compared to what I've seen before, it's just not the same. They're not putting out. They're not putting out nearly. They they just don't have. They're not finding those gems. You know, like they've had some of the similar cat. Some of the same similar people, uh, working there for a good ten years now. It seems like Kate McKinnon, um, the dude that does. Uh, um, you have Keenan Thompson's been there for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dude that does Mike Pence, he's been there for a while. I can't remember his name. Kyle Mooney's been there off and on for ten years, it seems. Yeah, I I like Kate McKinnon. She's funny. I love um, Kate. She does a fabulous Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, Christian um, Wig. She's not there anymore. Yeah, I think she left. Movie I think, career took uh, off. I, uh, Michael Chi, I think, is still on. Michael Che does Weekend Update only. Yeah, and Colin Jost. And Colin Jost, yeah, he does Weekend Update only. And but then, they've been uh, doing it for a while. But they're good. I like them. They're great. Yeah, I like them too. And, and I like Seth Meyers because he's, I think, a head writer. Does he or still he, head right there, even though he has his own night show? I, maybe he doesn't. 
But I do like Seth Meyers. She's pretty funny. Yeah, Seth Meyers is good. Um, so, anyways, yeah, Seth. I mean, SNL basically banks off of their hits on the on making fun of Trump as of late, anyways. I'm having like radio static. I'm sorry. I don't know where it's coming from. It's okay. We're. So. I think we're coming up on. I think an hour and a half. So. Let's uh, what time did we start? Yeah, let me check. We're we're at an hour and twenty four minutes. Yeah, I think we have to. So we should probably now. wrap it up in a little bit. Let me let me get to some quick hits real quick. Um, so nine ten we started. So Giuliani had the. Um, all those press conferences, uh, the Four Seasons landscaping place, um, and oh, I was talking about the Georgia runoffs. So the Georgia runoffs, we had um, a couple that were within the the percentage needed to have a runoff, two special elections, um, and those two seats could flip the House since now we will have the presidency and the House. It could flip uh, the Senate to... Uh, 50-50 split, where then um, Kamala Harris would be the deciding vote if everything is split down the middle. Um, so that would give basically control to Democrats of all three major branches of the of the government, which is kind of unbelievable. Um, we haven't had that control in, in quite some time. <clears throat> so that would be cool. So because of the, the landscaping gaffe, um, having the the first press conference at a at a landscaping joint called Four Seasons instead of the actual Four Seasons, some lady went online, uh, posted up a shirt she made, and she was going to donate all proceeds um, to Act Blue Foundation that was raising money for the Democratic Georgia runoffs. Um, um, uh, people that were running in the in the runoff against Ossoff. Or no, it was Ossoff and oh, uh, who's the Warnock. Reverend? Warnock. Warnock. So that yeah. money was going to go to them for their races against Leffler, who um, is a conniving bitch, and the other dude who I don't really know his name because he doesn't matter. Purdue. Purdue. Um, yeah. And it had gritty on it, and I thought that was pretty cool, so I bought one. And then uh, he had uh, another press conference with Sidney Powell, who is – a part, who was a part of the Trump legal team who started many of these conspiracy theories, especially the Dominion voting machine conspiracy theory. Uh, Mike, do you remember <laughs> the story behind Dominion, her, her theory behind Dominion? Yeah, so, something about the, the machines were uh, uh, bought. Uh, I don't remember. It was They were created funny. for... Um, Oh, I, I just, face? I just, I just remembered that somehow George Soros, George Soros, Venezuela, and Germany were involved. So, um, the Venezuela dictator was it Che Guevara? No, it was, it che was um, no, it was the, it was the one who passed away. He's been dead for like ten years, and somehow he did this. Research guy, look it up. Hugo Chavez. Hugo Chavez. So, the machines were created to help Hugo Chavez win elections, um, and they were only created just like three years ago, right? So apparently, 
they were created for Hugo Chavez, even though Hugo Chavez died six years ago. And somehow now used in the American elections, which helped sway 2018 wins and 2020 wins, even though we lost, you know, some seats in the Senate or the House, I should say, and uh, lost some races we thought we were going to win in the Senate. Um, And then they said that ballots were taken from America, shipped over to Germany, and then sent back from Germany. We had ballots apparently trucked down from uh, Pennsylvania ballots, trucked from New York to Gettysburg. Uh, You know, all kinds of shit. So he held another press conference with, with Sidney Powell. And that was the press conference where his hair was melting as he was sweating because he's been sweating like a dog throughout all of these things. Just an absolute shit show. And now uh, Dan Crenshaw's helping the Georgia State runoff. And he's making cringy videos, making it look like a movie, an action movie trailer where he's jumping out of planes and parachuting down to the ground and has an eye patch that doesn't need the band that's just like stuck in his in his eye socket looking like some yeah. badass. Yeah, he, he's, he's a clown. I thought, I thought there was some really legit, like decent things he said early on, but now he's just a he's just a Trump mouth breather. Yep, I there, there is good news though. Um one point three million people already voted in the Georgia Senate race. Yeah, that's huge. It's, I mean, look, the the presidential election, uh, the Democrats were able to flip Georgia in the general elections. So I think that I think that bodes well for their chances in the Senate races as well. Um, And I mean, Stacey Abrams did a lot of great work in Georgia. So um, I I feel pretty good that they're going to we're going to make some progress in Georgia or well, continue to make progress in Georgia. So. There's, like you said a couple minutes ago, there's a very real possibility that Democrats could control the House, the Senate, and the White House, and that would be that would be a huge step into trying to slowly but surely try to fix this fucking mess that we're now in. Yeah, I'm um, looking forward to that. So if if we if we could flip the Senate, you know, maybe, maybe, and you know, I say a big maybe, but maybe we could finally get some. Fuck like meaningful legislation passed within the next couple of years. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to it. Are obviously going to be following those Senate runoffs really closely. Uh, I think they're in January, right? Yeah. So. I don't know. I, don't, I think it's I, oh January 5th. I want to say. Yeah. January is a busy month. Shane, did you have something you were going to chime in with? Yeah, I was going to say. 1969 seemed to be the last time Democrats controlled all three branches. Yeah, isn't that crazy? During the the JFK uh, administration. Wow, that's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's been a long and time coming. The next the next noted thing was between 2001 and 2007, Republicans controlled all certain points. Wow, at certain points, control all three branches with the George W. Bush administration. Wow. So, Again, yeah, I apologize. For it, was the inter- it was interrupted there a little bit, but um, they had a they had a Democrats had a senator that switched parties. Ah, I see. Um, but other than that, it was 1969. The Democrats had full control of all three branches. 
That's oh, hopefully, a, that's a long hopefully 2021 is the next time. Yeah, let's do it. Right, so we'll, I mean, we'll follow up on, uh, especially the, the, I think in the next episode we could cover, um, obviously our continuing coverage of coronavirus, uh, and, you know, we'll document how the vaccine is being rolled out and how it's being received. And also we're going to, you know, as we get closer to inauguration day, uh, we'll be waited with waiting with bated breath to see what happens on inauguration day and then we'll follow up on the uh senate runoff in georgia too i think those are some of the things that we'll have to keep talking about yep absolutely maybe, we'll, we'll follow up with it and of course i think we should uh dedicate dedicated an entire episode to just me being a fantasy fantasy football champion i think that would be <laughs> yeah man hey it's your your boy got a catch i think that would be important Oh, he did. Two catches for two catches for nine yards. We'll spend a nice oh, yeah. a nice little segment on it for you. I can't believe I can't believe how good of a game Jarvis Landry's having. He's only got seven receptions for sixty-one yards and a touchdown. That's, that's pretty good. That's a really flex. yeah. That's like fifteen yeah. points, 16, 17 points. Put it this way. Put it this way, Mike. Right now, if I would have, let's say, if I if I would have should have, kind of situation. Could have would have should have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it would be it would be one oh nine to one seventeen if I put if I would have just put a Melvin Gordon in instead of Wayne Gallman. Yep. And then with with you having Ebron to play tomorrow night, it, you probably would have won. How did how did um, Breeze end up for you? He actually had, he was my best quarterback of the night. He had nineteen point three six. Yeah, you're welcome. He had a, he had a very rough start. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm gonna put him in anyways. Bullshit. You what? had Philip Rivers and you didn't even know Breeze was starting. Well, yeah, but I, would, I told you I would have looked again today. You and I wouldn't have. Started. You wouldn't have. Yeah, okay. You're welcome. Yeah. I set I set this up to be note. a close game. On a sad note, we gotta do our. We have to rest in peace. Sudan two years ago. Sudan died. Do you guys know about Sudan? Who's Sudan. Sudan is um, a um, was believed to be the last the last known northern white rhino born in the in the wild. Oh, you know and he died. He died at the age of forty five years old in two thousand eighteen. You know what other anniversary we missed? What's that? Harambe. Harambe. Dicks out for Harambe. Harambe. Well, Sudan's a Google Doodle. And I've been looking at him for the past hour and a half, so I'm like, what the hell is this Google doodle right now? So. Yeah, well, Harambe is more important now. He died at the age of 45 years old in 2018. Hot damn, that's a long time. Yeah. It says, leaving just two of his kind, his daughters, left in the wild. Wow, that's depressing. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, thanks a lot. Can we, can we go back to talking about Donald Trump destroying our country? From the yeah, so the out? stimulus bill was agreed upon in principle. Let's hear how shitty that was. Oh, yeah. Um, some people are fucked. Mike, you're kind of fucked. I think you're still going to get something from it, though. I will, yeah. I'll get that. Not, not that I talk to you, but I will. Um, yeah, um, you still make decent money. I, I mean, initially it looked like you were going to be screwed, but, I mean, luckily yeah. you claim the kids. So you get money from yep. them, but yeah, you yeah. get money for the for the kids. 
So, yeah. So it looks like it's going to be six, uh, 300 hours. The 300 hour unemployment checks are still are going to be rolling back out for people who are unemployed. By the way, I wanted to mention this earlier and forgot our unemployment situation. The number looks low as far as unemployment percentage, but we're still talking about people. Um, nine, nine million people that still have not had their jobs back since being laid off. 22 million jobs were lost when we shut down. We've only gained about 11 or 12 of them back in the last, just in the last four or five months. When we got back rolling, you mean to tell me that we still have 9 million people jobless from that event? It's insane. And now we have more people filing for unemployment insurance, like four times as many people, than we are creating jobs for them. So we're just heading in this negative direction. Uh, and we've been there, really, for the last two months. Right. So the yeah. the unemployment insurance was definitely needed, absolutely needed. The stimulus was also absolutely needed, but it's not anywhere close. We're getting six hundred dollars per person, six hundred dollars per kid. Now this is also um, if you per, per the per person six hundred dollars is if you make less than seventy five thousand dollars, where we believe Mike is screwed, um, but he will at least get money for his kids, and I think Tia might get money. Yeah. Um, I'll get the money. Shane, I believe, will get the money. Ashley will get the money. I don't know if you guys are going to get money for the kids or not. but I don't know, because we're, we're to get money for the, for the boys, the fostering. Right. Family, so. so, but yeah, I mean, people are going to get money. It's good. I'm, I'm glad they were able to come to some kind of agreement. I'm glad that they took out the provision that um, businesses can't be sued if their employees get COVID, and the employees say it's because the businesses lacked the proper structure to keep them from getting COVID. I'm glad that was taken out because that was the hard, um, the hard stop for Mitch McConnell. If the bill didn't have that, he wasn't gonna put it to the president. So I'm glad the Democrats stuck to their guns until that was taken out. But I mean, I mean something is rather is better than nothing. And what Joe Biden's whole feeling on the whole thing was, um, get something done now. When I get in, we'll do something more extensive. And I hope he's right. But people are hurting. They have been hurting. We have other countries that have been paying 60 to 80% of people's salary to stay the fuck home, and then they still have their jobs when they go back. And we can't do that. We can't promise, as the richest country in the world, we can't promise that. It's so frustrating. Agreed, bro. So, when did, when did um, Australia lift? They went the back full. They went back full on everything. Everything's open now, just the other week. But they've basically been maskless for months because they haven't had many COVID cases at all. Yeah. I apologize. There's still a lot of static here. So if you made it this long and you actually muscled out of the static, appreciate you. I'm going to get that fixed for the next episode. I think this is a good stopping point because I'm getting a lot of it. Okay. So I appreciate you guys hopping on and doing this late on a Sunday night. Um, Shane? I appreciate you being on for the first time, and I think it was a good run. Uh, I think yeah, we should I, I keep it up. And we can obviously have more people join, some of our closer friends that have been asking to come on. Um, I, maybe I'll even call my conservative buddies because I know some of them have been dying to come on and, and chit-chat about politics in a respectful way. Yeah, no, we, I mean, yeah. I think we should definitely have some of them on. Um, 
Man, I can't, I can't wait till we can start doing this in person again. We could have like Absolutely. an actual an actual round table. Yeah, that'd be cool as shit. It'd be, it'd be really neat. I want to have diverse opinions on here as well. I don't want it to just be one sided. We're not we're not um worst year ever pod. So we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna rail solely on one side. Um we'll give it to the other side when it's needed. Like we were talking shit on Pelosi, so you know. Alright guys. Sure Alright guys, I think we're gonna call that a wrap. Yep. Well, hey, thanks for coming on, Shane. We 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 really appreciate it. We were glad to have you with us. Hey. Absolutely. Anytime, man. I'm glad we got finally got a chance to come on. So if you haven't, if you haven't already, rate us. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Obviously, we want you to rate us and review us. Go to Apple um, Podcasts, iTunes, uh, and give us a nice review. Five stars we will read online, on air, on pod. Um, Please no cursing. They will not upload the the review if you curse in it. So if you want to call us pieces of shit, you can do that on our Twitter, at TrueStoryBoardPod. Uh, on Twitter and at True Story Bro Pod on uh, Facebook, um, and then you can also reach out to us personally, privately at uh, True Story Bro Pod at Gmail I'm Jeremy. I'm Mike. I'm Shane. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on True Story Bro Pod. Ugh, True Story Bro Pod. Later. Later, guys. <laughs> When you're mad at the world and you don't know where to go You can turn on the Mike and Jeremy show